This is the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, and this is episode 27. Welcome to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, where we serve up fresh slices of today's marketing so you can start working on your business and stop working in your business. And now, your host, Bruce Irving. Would you like to receive the show notes for this episode and all future episodes? Just text the word Smart Pizza, one word, no spaces, to 33444 and get those delivered right away. I know you love listening to audiobooks just as much as I do, so I have teamed up with audible.com to give you a 30 day free trial and a free audiobook download. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash smart pizza to download your free trial and audiobook today. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. We have another great guest on with us today. His name is Sean Bullock, and he owns, with his wife, of course, a restaurant in Washington, Renton, Washington. It's called the Smoking Monkey Pizza. And Sean combines his love of space and robots with his love of pizza. And we talk in this episode about how he went from him and his wife working in corporate America to wanting to own a restaurant that combines the loves that they have, which is robots and space and uh, all the space movies and his love of pizza. So he talks about how he went into that transition and how they built their their business. And, you know, it's a growing business and it's a different kind of business. Sean wasn't uh, someone who was in the pizza industry and worked there for years and became manager and then opened it up. Boy, he's pretty green. And he admits that in this episode that he, the, the reason maybe to his success is that he doesn't really know that much and he's kind of winging it. And he's going off of his gut and what he feels is right. And they just work hard, give great customer service, and they're trying to grow. So they are expanding. We talk about that in this episode. He doesn't do a tremendous amount of marketing, so it's not a huge marketing show, but it is about thinking outside the box and you know, make sure that you have a passion for what you're doing. And it's not just something that you do because somebody else tells you to do it. So that's it. Let's get into this episode with Sean Bullock of Smoking Monkey Pizza in Renton, Washington. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. I have on with me today, Sean Bullock, who owns the Smoking Monkey Pizza in Renton, Washington. Hey, Sean, how are you? I am good. I am good. Uh, please also include my wife in there. She's the brains of the operation. Always, right? Uh, uh, her, her name is Pam. Yes, always. That's how it always is. The wife actually controls everybody. The controls the head, right? What they say in that Greek, uh, yes. that Greek movie, the husband's the head, but I'm the wife's just, the neck. Yes, that's right. I'm I'm just the window dressing. My wife is the brains. <laughs> so uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Sean. How you guys got started in the business, and uh, you know a little bit about your business. Oh geez, uh, how far back do I go? Uh, I guess I guess I start at the very beginning. I was uh, born in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, Central Ohio, which is, uh, has been a test bed, I guess, for a marketing uh, area for, uh, uh, or a test market, I guess you should say. Uh, so when I was, uh, you know, back in 1987, when Pizza decided to uh, start delivering, uh, they had these delivery units, which were just just delivery units. You couldn't even pick up a pizza at the location. Huh. And uh, I, I started out delivering uh, back in 1987, fell in love with pizza, fell in love with the idea, some of the best time of my life. Uh, times of my life was working working in the kitchen or being out on the road delivering pizzas on a busy Friday night. Uh, worked at various pizza places. And I should also add, and I know this might be a little bit controversial, but I think Central Ohio has some of the best pizza in the world, at least <laughs> that I've ever had. 
uh, you know, I, I've never been to Italy, so I don't know, uh, you know how it compares. But it, it's it's a it's a unique type of pizza. It's funny you it's funny uh, you say I, that Ohio has the best pizza, some of the best pizza around, because I've actually talked to, um, you know, three or four uh, pizza entrepreneurs on the show that are from Ohio and they have pretty successful businesses and, and they say the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's a unique, uh, it's a unique, uh, pizza. Uh, I think I've read before that it's like the, uh, uh, they've got more pizza places per capita than any other place in the United States. I believe, I don't know if that's true anymore or if even it ever was, but, uh, it's just something that I always heard. It seemed like there was always a, a pizza place on a street, every street corner. Right. Uh, so, you know, I grew up with pizza. Uh, and then I, you know, uh, when I, uh, when I became an adult and eventually moved out to Arizona, Tucson, Arizona, where, uh, where the pizza market is, uh, is a little bit different. There aren't as many good pizza places, but where I met my wife, uh, we, we both were, like I said, we're both in the high tech industry. She's a computer programmer. I'm, I'm still involved in manufacturing, uh, uh, I own a small company uh, manufacturing for the uh, Department of Defense in the United States. Uh, but when we met uh, and we eventually uh, got married, we, we had this dream. We wanted to get out of the industry because always worrying about being laid off. We wanted to have a little bit more control of our lives. And we both liked the idea of owning a restaurant. I think it was, I think it, you know, there's, I guess there's a, a bit of romanticism uh, in, involved in that. But, uh, you know, the idea of having control of your own life and being able to sit inside your your nice, cozy little restaurant and, and just hang out. And that's what we wanted to do. Uh, and we had a couple ideas. You know, we thought about Asian places, uh, or Asian fusion or Korean or Vietnamese, because my wife is Chinese. Uh, and uh, But I also had a, a fundamental, uh, I guess, uh, I, I've always been involved uh, and interested in science and science fiction. Okay. Uh, so my idea of a, of a perfect restaurant would be like something with uh, with posters, uh, science fiction posters, or or toys and things like that hanging up on the walls or on shelves, and and uh, and I wanted that theme for uh, a restaurant. I wanted uh, I wanted people to come in and just be able to you know talk about nerdy and quirky and uh, and dorky stuff. And, <laughs> And the the Korean or uh, Vietnamese restaurant really didn't fit, I don't think, uh, with that kind of theme. So we eventually, and and we had tried out pizzas, uh, making our own pizzas before, and I think we did a really good job. And uh, and I think that theme fit really well with the pizza place. So so the smoking monkeys uh, pizza that you own now is that something that was you guys created, or did you buy a, another place? Well, actually, kind of it was a uh, we did purchase the restaurant. It was called Smoking Monkey. Uh, pizza before we purchased it, and uh, uh, but it seemed to fit. It, it seemed to fit our personalities and our and our in the in the direction we wanted to go. We just needed to make some changes to it. Uh, we've improved the menu. We've uh, we've changed the decor a little bit, and it's still changing. Uh, and I, I'm hoping for the better. And uh, so there you go. Uh, so so I was that lost track of where I was? I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I distracted you there a little bit. So Smoking Monkeys, was that someplace that you guys visited frequently, or is it just somewhere that you, when you started no, searching for no. a restaurant, you found? No, we had been searching for a long time. My wife, uh, being stressed out at work, uh, decided that, you know, we're going to need to stop talking about it. I know that's one of your mottos, stop talking and start doing <laughs> Right. Uh, and so we started doing it. She would stay up until 4 o'clock in the morning looking at Craigslist or whatever, uh, just searching for restaurants to buy. And we uh, we came... Uh, 
to the Seattle area uh, with the intention of uh, opening some kind of restaurant, and uh, we came we came close to buying a couple others, but uh, eventually found uh, Smoky Monkey and thought that fit perfectly, and uh, and here we are. So when you first opened as your own business, how did was it your expectations? Was it what you expected, or was how how was if not how was it different? Uh, well, I've worked in pizza places before, so I I knew. You know, I know the type of people that work there. I know the type of people that like the pizza, the customers that come in. I, I think it was pretty much what I expected. I was nervous because I didn't know how successful we were going to be. Uh, you know, we put a lot of time and effort and money into uh, into to getting over here and actually uh, getting to the point that we are now. And, you know, it's a, it's a scary proposition. We left our careers behind, and, uh, or at least Ping did, and, uh, and we just... Finally, jumped, you know, uh, without really knowing what we were doing, and and, and that was, I guess to answer your question, it was it was a scary time. It was a scary time. It was like uh, people described me on our first a couple weeks uh, working there. It was like a, a deer in the headlights because there was so much going on. It had been so many years since I had had worked in the industry. Uh, you know, I just it was a it was a, it was a crazy time. I don't remember a whole lot of it because there was so much going on. Right, you must have worked a million hours all, every day. Were you guys open every seven days a week? No, at the time uh, when we purchased the restaurant, it was only open five days a week. Now we are open seven days a week, open later on the weekends, and uh, and there's more to come. So, what have you learned over those the last? How, what, when did you open? Uh, well, we took over the restaurant in June. I think on June fourth of uh, two thousand fourteen, the restaurant had I think was open. Uh, opened on January, sometime in January 2012. And did you work there for a few weeks before you guys took over so you could kind of learn the... No. You didn't? Uh, you just... I worked there for... We signed the papers, like, on the 3rd. We... we Our first day was on the 4th, and uh, the, the previous owner's last day was, uh, like, somewhere on that weekend. So I had to learn everything uh, in just a couple of days. We didn't have a whole lot of, uh, a whole lot of time to... Uh, to grasp everything that was going on. I know you guys have a good business now, but when you purchased it, was it a growing business or was it a decline? No, it was not. Uh, my understanding it was it was it was struggling. Uh, the uh, the previous owner had some health issues, uh, which probably didn't help the situation, and uh, and so I think I think we took it over right at the right time. And what did you guys implement that has made you guys? Because obviously you guys are growing now. What have you guys done to make the business to kind of turn around? Well, I think. There are a lot of things that we did, but fundamentally, you know, I I guess fundamentally you just have to have a core belief. I think, uh, you know, believing in the spirit of discovery and, and adventure and, and having some kind of moonshot dream, uh, really, I think was uh, was an inspiration. And we go in there and uh, we just did everything we could. We worked eighty hours a week and uh, and just poured our love and our life into the uh, restaurant and and I think it shows. I think I think if you're gonna own a restaurant, which is a very risky endeavor, uh, you have to uh, be able to sacrifice. And right. uh, I don't know if that answers your question. But no, it does. I think a lot of people yeah, are you know, I, I could tell you, I could tell you sure. Yeah, we changed the recipe, we we improved uh, some of the recipe, changed the menu, uh you know, we've changed the decor, but everybody does that. Right. Uh, I think a lot of people I, are in the same. I think, I think it's a little deeper. I think it runs a little bit deeper than that. I think it has to be inside of you. 
and I don't know how else they explain it, but they. So you got to bring a passion. Yeah. You guys have a passion for what your product is and how you treat your customers and how you deal with that. I, I think so. And also, I mean, there, in, in there are ways that we do that. You know, my passion is science fiction. My passion is science. And my passion is pizza. And, and so the way that we, I think one of the fundamental changes that we made that, that made us successful up to this point, again, we're only a year old. Uh, number one, it's, it's, and I love robots, okay? So uh, it's through monkeys, robots, and science fiction and pizza. I, we bring all that together, and I think it's a perfect mix. I think... Uh, I think we are the uh, restaurant at the edge of the galaxy. <laughs> I agree. I think that you have a unique. If you get that reference. Yeah, I, you, yeah, you have a unique concept. I mean, you take in, you know, a lot of people. I'm sure were in the same position you were. Maybe had corporate jobs, want to get into the pizza industry, but they feel like they need to fit into this mold. And I don't think that you wanted to be in that mold, so you created your own place that you would enjoy going to, enjoy working, and obviously it's worked out for you. Well, it's not like I don't. I don't know what the mold is. I don't know any. I know one other pizza, uh, one other restaurant owner uh, who happens to be our landlord. Uh, he has uh, one of the, uh, I guess, one of the top ten uh, wine bars uh, in the country. I think I read recently, and really nice guy. He's been in the business for thirty years, and we get a lot of advice from him. Uh, everybody wants to give us advice too, by the way. So you didn't really know what everybody to do. Did. You just kind of went in there and did what you felt was right. No, no. Uh, I mean, we know how to basically run a business, and. Uh, and I know how to make pizza, and my wife uh, will just work and work and work and work until she understands it. So she's a workaholic. I'm I'm a dork, and I think it's a perfect uh, a perfect uh, recipe for for our uh, restaurant. So what what kind of marketing do you guys do? What, what how do you get out there and get your name out there and get customers in the door? How did you find us? Um, you know, searching online on uh, Twitter or really, on Facebook we don't, or. We don't, we don't do uh, much marketing at all. Marketing at all. I, I don't do uh, newspapers. I don't do uh, coupons to send out in the mailers. I think I think that is uh, 20th century marketing. I, I I'm all about looking into the future. So the marketing that we do basically is just Yelp. Yeah. And I don't even mar- uh, the only thing I do is uh, offer 10% uh, discount for check-ins on Yelp, and uh, and I do my marketing on uh, Facebook. Okay. And word of mouth. I think those are the only thing, the only three things that we've uh, used in the past nine or ten months. And I think that is, uh, that's been the marketing for us. How many, all, all types of people come into our door every single day, trying to get us to spend our money on on, you know, their uh, whatever they're trying to push. There, there are so many ways to market, and uh, I just don't think uh, any of them work really well. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried any, and they didn't work out for you, or you just haven't tried any at all? Uh, we've tried a couple things like in the Seattle Times. It didn't work out really well. I spent a thousand dollars and uh, with very little return, and that was with coupons. It's like never again, you know. There got to be better ways, and there. And I want to be able to interact with my customers, so I think Facebook is perfect. I can get in there and and uh, and comment and make jokes and and have fun. So when it comes to running the restaurant on a daily basis, who who's in charge of what? Uh, I usually. Uh, I guess you could call me like a, a manager. I, I manage the kitchen, and uh, my wife kind of manages the front end. We have a pretty strong crew, uh, which can take care of most things uh, without us. Uh, but you know, we're still we're still fledgling. Uh, we're still a fledgling little restaurant, and uh, and we're growing rapidly. Uh, 
that it's just amazing how much busier we have been we have been getting over the over the past four to six months, uh, and it's hard to keep up. So uh, we're always looking for uh, for talented people to come in, and if somebody wants to step up and 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 take my place and can do it well, or take King's uh, place and do it well, then by all means, please do. And how please how are you, how are you finding employees? I'm sorry. What was the question? How how do you find the people you work with in the in the restaurant? Do you uh, how do you locate good employees? Uh, we have two uh, employees right now who are the uh, who were there when we were there uh, when we bought it when we purchased the restaurant. Uh, they're still there now. Uh, some of their friends work there. Uh, word of mouth. Uh, we've done some uh, some online uh, like Indeed.com, I think, or. Yep. Craigslist, just trying to get people, but that doesn't work out really well. Uh, usually, we have people saying that they're going to come in and and uh, and work for us, and they'll show up for a day and then disappear. And I guess that's typical for the industry, from what I understand. Yeah, very typical. I talked to a lot of people, so that's definitely what everybody says. Everybody's number one problem is trying to find, you know, not to necessarily help in general, but you know, good help who wants to get ahead and wants to work and you know, wants the future right, to do in right. this business. I think that's the hardest part that everybody faces. And hopefully, and, and hopefully I'm inspiring enough and the restaurant is, uh, is, uh, interesting enough that people want to work here. I, I think it's fun. We have a lot of fun. It, it gets crazy, uh, working back in the kitchen on a Friday or Saturday night when we're slammed almost to the point where you're panicking and, and just being able to stand back and watch, especially if everything is going really well, it's almost like watching a ballet, a beautiful, you know, a beautiful ballet, uh, it just all comes together, and uh, and uh, it's really nice. I think it's right important there. for you. Sound like you have enthusiasm for the business too. I think that's important to show, you know, in the leadership to have enthusiasm for the business and you know really genuinely like what they're doing. Yeah. Um, so when it comes yeah, to you, we both do. And in fact, let me let me interrupt you there. Uh, and, and that's a really good point because recently, you know, it, it's been a really tough year. It's been busy. It's been stressful. Uh, it's been scary. Uh, just a couple months ago, I turned to my wife and the uh, tears going down, you know, rolling down my uh, my cheeks, because I realized that you know I'm at the happiest point in my life right now. I, I've never been happier. I, it's never been more fun. I I get up in the morning and I, and I most of the time look forward to uh, what's coming, and you know, so uh, yeah, I think you have to have a passion and uh, and a. Uh, and a certain excitement about what you're doing. I think that's amazing. I think a lot of people in this industry don't have that enthusiasm that you have and that excitement. They don't wake up every morning and say, this is the best day of my life. I love what I'm doing. And I think that you have well, that. Because, yeah, it's probably because I'm naive and don't know what I'm doing. Well, maybe sometimes that's, you know, ignorance is bliss, they say, right? Yeah, maybe, maybe. I think maybe. that, uh, you know, sometimes you have preconceived notions of what's going to happen and by by thinking of the negative in your head, you that's all you focus on, where you don't have that. You are totally naive when it comes to the negatives of, of this business and you're just going at it, you know, every day, 100%, 100 miles an hour. Yeah, and and that's what it feels like sometimes, 100 miles an hour. <laughs> just kind of organizing, organized chaos, right? That's right, that's right. So when it comes to, do you have a point of sale system or any, how do you guys take orders or do you collect emails? Yes, we do. We have a... We right now we're using Clover, uh, which was something I was. Uh, we kind of had to find it something really quickly uh, within a couple of weeks after taking over the restaurant. Didn't have a lot of time to shop around. Didn't have a lot of money to purchase a, a big uh, appropriate 
uh, uh, POS system. So we went with Clover. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Uh, I think it's through uh, Bank of America. Bank of America has some kind of deal with uh, the Clover software. It's uh, an Android-based uh, tablet. It's not perfect for uh, for a restaurant, uh, especially for somebody with, you know, especially if you're going to be doing delivery, which we do not do yet okay. uh, because we're so small. Uh, yeah, so I don't know how in-depth you want me to get with the POS system. I could, I could, my wife would be able to tell you a whole lot more. Do you guys collect emails with that? No, we don't. Okay. No, we don't. So when it comes to delivery service, you said you're not doing that now. Is that something that you're looking yeah. forward to doing? Well, you know, when I when we first opened the restaurant, or when we first took it over, uh, that was one of the one of my top priorities was to get delivery out there. But it, I quickly realized that uh, that our kitchen is very small. Uh, our restaurant can only hold at this point about 39 people. Uh, the restaurant or the kitchen is uh, very small. We can uh, handle about five pizzas in the oven at a time, and right there is the bottleneck. Right. Uh, I just. We I, we couldn't handle delivery and all the customers that are coming, especially now since we're since we're you know we had almost a record night on a Sunday night last night. It was you know it's just every it seems like every week we're we're breaking a new record with uh, with sales. So that being said, what's the what's the future hold for Smoking Monkey Pizza? Are you guys looking to open another location or expand the current location or move to a different location? I uh, would like to expand. Uh, you know we talk about all sorts of different things. Uh, you know, it's hard to say. Uh, maybe at, at some point we could open up another restaurant. Uh, I have a couple other ideas on the table where I would like to incorporate uh, uh, my, how do I say it without sounding completely crazy? Uh, just say it. Just don't, don't worry about sounding crazy. No one <laughs> Because it, it will be. I guess what Larry Page says, it's only crazy until it's not. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, to incorporate robots, and and science fiction and and 3D printers and 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 monkeys with pizza in a in a completely different way I guess is the best way I can and least revealing way I could uh, I can say it I have ideas but I, I can't be any more specific than that <laughs> okay well I can't wait to see that <laughs> well we'll see if it works all right well we'll we'll go back on another phone call when you get the robots making pizzas is that what you mean. Well, that's, well, no, no, it's not going to be anything like what you, what your, what the initial uh, idea, what you're, what you're thinking. But I'm okay. not going to say that's off the table. But uh, it's, we've got some ideas. All right, we'll check up on you again in the next couple of years. So, well, if if you had to give someone looking to get in the business like yourself, you know, a, a one or two tips, what, what what would you tell them? Customer service and the best food that you can possibly make. Don't ever be satisfied with either one. Uh, you always have to look at improving uh, your recipes, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, we have recipes that work, and I don't want to play with them. Uh, we, we have things on our menu that I think could be modified to, to, to be even better. Uh, and, and as far as customer service, always push customer service. Uh, you get a restaurant, sometimes... The waiter or waitress will pop a plate on your table without even giving you eye contact or saying anything. And uh, and I think uh, just having a customer with a positive experience in your restaurant, a very positive experience in your restaurant, is is far more valuable than than spending fifteen hundred dollars on uh, on a, a, a three by three ad in the Seattle Times. Well said. 
All right, Sean, where can uh, where can everybody check you out online if they wanted to look up Smoking Monkey Pizza or even come visit your shop if they're in the area? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can reach, you can find us on Facebook. I'm always on Facebook. Uh, uh, we have a website, uh, I think it's smokingmonkeypizza.com. Uh, I think I'm sometimes on Instagram and things like that, but uh, that's about it. They can get they can get all the Facebook your Facebook info and Instagram from smokingmonkeypizza.com. Uh, of course, yes. All right, Sean. Thanks for coming on the show. Interesting, interesting stuff today. All right. All right. Feel free to uh, give me a call anytime. All right. Hello. Well, that's going to do it for another episode of the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. I want to give a special thanks to Sean of Smoking Monkey Pizza. Go check them out. If you're in the Washington area, make sure you go stop by. Tell Sean you heard him on the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, and you know you just wanted to check out his shop and say hello. Also, if you go to the show notes over at smartpizzamarketing.com, you can find his website, his Facebook. He's pretty active on Facebook. Uh, you can check out all that info there. This is episode number 27, so smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash episode 27. Also, don't forget to get your free Audible book trial and download. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash smartpizza, and you can get a free 30-day trial and a free audio book download. And if you want the show notes to this episode, just text the word Smart Pizza to 33444. If you're on your phone right now, you don't even have to pull over or go onto your laptop or anything. Just text the word Smart Pizza to 33444 and you will receive the show notes to this episode and be have early access to all future episodes in the future. We'll email those out before they go live on iTunes. Um, okay, thanks everybody. If you could give us a quick review on iTunes too, that would be awesome. Help us grow the show. But I think other than that, it's it. Head over to smartpizzamarketing.com for everything else, and we'll see you on the next episode.